to unemployed actors, to unemployed actors, they're just between projects. Welcome back to Two Unemployed Actors, I'm Max. I'm Sam. We have a huge show today because we had a slight break of a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, my father had a heart attack, so he's, he's doing alright, but mm. it meant down tools immediately and race up to the Gold Coast, which isn't around the corner for those of you that know Australia well. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, borders are open, so managed to make it, but um, anyway, lots to talk about though because we've it's been a busy... I mean, aside from earning my medical degree, mm. uh, I've been uh, I've been busy both working and studying. You could say. Okay. Remember, I talked about um, seeing calls. George Miller, George, George Miller, and Tim Minchin at the Sydney Writer Festival. Yes, yes. And a, st- a screenwriting course and warm ups. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot. Uh, yes, of I want to hear about knowledge them. being transferred into my poor little brain cell, <laughs> and it looks very much like an actor's house. Like, I still don't have furniture in the dining room, and literally the lights were set up before <laughs> Sam walked in, like just before, um, because I had a self tape audition yesterday that I had to do urgent voiceover job the day before uh, over the weekend. Um, it's just it's been busy. It's been busy, but and a yeah, corporate good. shoot this morning actually. Um, so uh, turned up and got the suit on. Clean, cleanly, sh- sort of shavenish, like trimmed the yep. beard a bit, yep. and um, used the old teleprompter to make it look like I knew what I was talking about and really conveyed that authority, but in a relaxed and relatable style. Good stuff. There you go. Uh, so fun stuff. So it's been it's been really busy. I guess first of all, um, warm ups. I, I remember because we talked about how because you you're a singer, obviously you know you have to warm up your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, even things like I remember we talked about different ways to to warm up, mm. and and even there was a moment where we used an example of a Kate Blanchett, how she had to do this opening for some fashion thing in uh, at a store in the city, yeah, uh, back in the day, and um, she only had like a line, but she was over in the corner just before you know warming up the voice and doing all the exercises, and yeah. and to the uninitiated, it just looks like you're weirdly talking in some <laughs> elvish language or something. Yeah, you got to be confident in your um, because yeah, and to 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 you know, the vo- the, the voice is an instrument and mm-hmm. uh, warm one up and let it rip. Indeed. And I guess for those that have acted on on the stage in theater where and you know, if you're independent theater, you're probably not going to have a microphone. Um, <laughs> certainly if like me you can't sing, it's not going to be a musical. Uh, then yep. it's kind of you, you know, you really have to you you're really aware of how much it can take out of you. Yep. Just yep. having the same sort of conversations, even without even yelling on stage, but having to have that presence in your voice. 100%. Um, you need to warm that up. Yeah. yeah. Week after week, you know, performance after performance. If Look you, after if you, it. Yeah. If much. you're not warming it up properly, if you're not warming it up properly, then you can absolutely damage it and lose your voice and all sorts of things. It's yeah. Certainly not going to help the performance. No, especially if you've got weeks and weeks. Yeah. And, and, and funnily enough, the hour that I was on this Zoom course, um, that beforehand, I'd, I'd found out about my dad. So I'm talking to my mum in the morning. Then I had this hour session uh, where we were going through different warm-ups. Yeah. And then I had to ring my mum to tell her what was going on. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Max, you've, you've got a different voice. Your voice has changed. And I'm laughing because like, well... A, I needed a moment of levity, and B, <laughs> um, uh, it, it just shows how 
much, just even like an hour of doing bits and pieces of all the different types of work, of yeah. warm-ups you can do. Yeah. Um, just what a difference it makes. It opens up your voice. Yeah. yeah. So we got a few cheat sheets. Uh, I'm talking like 12 pages printed out. Oh my and God. some are just like in the car and on we'll the way to. And we'll go through them all today. Yeah. <laughs> some are like, you know, do just before you walk in the room. Yeah. Uh, some, um, if, you, if you're in the theatre, you know, different, different ways of warming up depending on what you need to do. Mm. And others, you know, in the car on the way to an audition or something. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's great to have a few key ones that I like that I keep sort of cycling through, even for, do, for doing voiceover. It's like, say, um, I haven't got time. I've just got a note from someone on a job I did they want to pick up, so I've got to do a revision. Yep. I just want to fire up the computer, record it, uh, quick edit and send it away and, and done. Um, well, I've got a few, you know, really sort of quick warm-ups to mm-hmm. do to sort of get me there. Because A, you want it to sound like the longer version that you've done yeah. so that when they drop it in, it doesn't sound, doesn't sound like someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> and and B, you don't want to spend forever trying to um, warm up. You don't have the time. Um, so I f- I'm always open to different types of warm-ups. Yeah. So that, you know, like even at the 12 pages, like so much of that was new and I'd never thought of warming up in this sort of way. Um, and it was really great to, to, to experience it and to practice it a little bit in yep. that hour because it was, wasn't a long time um, to then sort of add to my list of go-to warm-ups. Cool. Do you do you have like a sort of go-to repertoire of warm-ups? Yeah. Is like, there a Sammy album of warm-ups? <laughs> there are, there are. I have to think of think of what they are. Cause I don't, it's not a test. You have to like demonstrate to them. No, no. But yeah, do you, do you there keep is... nourishing them and sort of bringing new ones in? And... Yeah, I mean, there's there's heaps that I learned in high school because I started in theatre at school. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, for the for vocals, for like singing, and I guess f- hence for musical theatre and stuff, yeah. um, a lot of warm ups that I learnt that uh, for different vowel sounds and for opening up the the voice and for stretching the voice. Right. So so the main thing that, for example, my singing teacher taught me was few hours before, even in the morning, yeah. before an audition um, or performance. Mm. Like start as low as you can mm-hmm. and sing as high as you can, like kind of on different vowel sounds. Yeah, stretch it out heaps, then rest and do not sing. And if you can help it, don't, <laughs> don't talk. talk. Yeah, don't talk <laughs> up until nothing. up until like wow, fifteen minutes before, and then just do a quick little relaxed, not not stressing out the yeah. voice kind yeah. of warm up, and you're good to go. So. And and it's good, you know, if you have an audition in the afternoon, not in the morning, you've been talking yeah. all day. Yeah. So talking helps as well. Okay. Uh, whispering is damaging as hell. Right. Because you use more force, less of your vocal cords. Right. And it can actually be quite damaging. But um, so that's why actually... Wow, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, so behind behind stage when, when you're in a musical, mm-hmm. you're not meant to talk loud. Mm. But if you can help it, don't whisper either. Right, that's fascinating. Because it can damage it. Yeah. So that was cool. And and, and also a lot of articulation um, yeah. exercises as well. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff so important so you don't trip yeah. up. Because, you know, that plus nerves. Yeah. Plus possibly speaking quickly depending on what scene you're doing, you know. Yeah. You want it to sound good and <laughs> no, I know, right? people don't understand what you're saying. It's funny, isn't it? Because, the, and again, it's another thing where the more work you do. Yeah. The less it looks like you're doing anything when you're performing. Yeah. But I also think that a lot of people, uh, di- like especially for musical theatre, disregard yep. the... 
articulation one. Oh. Um, that's funny because as, I know as much for me, I'm always dialing that up because yeah. with voiceovers, like I'm getting like, okay, let's face it with my 20 years corporate experience, yep. I'm falling into more of that corporate area. Like even this morning, mm. um, digital was the word today. Um, it was twice in the same <laughs> sentence. Digital, 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 digital. I'm like, you know, and then you don't want to do yep. di- digital. Uh, you don't want to go too much. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, uh, so it's, it's so important. That's been super important for me. Yeah, um, oh, 100%. just normally like doing service. reads. Yeah, yeah, digital, it's hilarious, digital, isn't it? Digital, digital. And there's always one word that gets me, you know. Yeah. And then of course you focus on it, and then you know. Yeah, and then that's, when you that's do, your anchor in the in the yeah. sentence. Yeah, and then when you do years of that, you know, it becomes <laughs> almost muscle memory, and you kind of the warm ups just get yeah. you there. You don't yeah. have to think about it too much. Yeah, it's less um, of a stress. Yeah, so okay, hundred percent. Like warm ups, I think for a lot of people who are starting out, even people still still in, but I think a lot of people starting out, warm ups are quite underrated. And they, sorry, yeah. quite, um, oh, well, yeah, they're underrated. I don't think they don't value they're, them as much as they should, do they? It's hard though, because like, yes, you have to tune and warm up your instrument, but it's hard yeah. to consider something that you use every day and is actually a part of your body and instrument, yeah, yeah. which it is, yeah, whether so you're important. singing or talking. Well, for singing, especially like longevity, you yeah. know, you're going to end up not yeah. being able to sing past your 40s if you yeah. keep, keep it warm. mucking it up in your 20s. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, keep it warm. Hydration helps a lot. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know we had a special on like musical theatre and that. Yeah, we ages had a ago. couple of singers in uh, <laughs> <laughs> that we know really well. Oh, my God. And uh, things like, yet. yeah, tr- you're trying to make sure that you're not only warm up right, you're approaching the song in the right way. Otherwise, yeah, you wreck your voice. Yeah. Yep. So important. And yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> you generally have multiple performances as well. Um. So, from warming up to storytelling, mm. it was a really interesting couple of weeks because literally on a Sunday, yep. I'm having, having I'm listening to Tim Minchin and George Miller having a one hour unscripted conversation about storytelling from like this high level of like, you know, what is a story? Yep. Uh, and then the next day, literally on the Monday, yep. I'm there starting my five week online course of screenwriting you know here is how you write yeah how's that going? so it was really it was really funny but it was really good it was like a good warm-up act yeah of tim minchin and tim and george to help me ease into that's good that's well placed my screenwriting (laughs) it was hilarious because i think interestingly um from the chat um it it really was an hour of unscripted discussion and um there was a few moments there where it sort of went um well it it was interesting when they when they started to get into detail of certain projects and how um, they both approach different projects. Yeah, right. Interestingly, George, because the big news in Australia anyway is the the, the green light on the next Mad Beautiful Max movie. South, yeah, so, so it's the prequel, it which is got a three hundred fifty million dollar budget, and I think it ended up with something like thirty million dollars worth of subsidies because I was having dinner with someone who. <laughs> Was on one of the boards with Create New South Wales for mm. theatre, but knows that it was something like yeah, thirty right. million something of incentives, you know, tax breaks, credits, producer offsets, all that sort of legally stuff that helps um, bankroll, you know, three hundred fifty million dollars worth of investment yeah, over. Uh, oh, God knows how long it's going to be filming for. That's it. It's a mammoth. It's yeah. moving a city to the outback, basically. Yeah. Um, but he wrote that before he wrote Furiosa, the last one that went, the Char- Charlie's Theron one. Before he wrote Mad Max, uh, Fury the Road. The last one, Fury Road, yes. So Fury he Road. wrote the prequel before he wrote yes. 
which kind of makes sense, I guess, when you think yeah, wow. Cool. So, so why, he, why he fleshed he... out this, and then the last one, and then just thought because he's a, it's really because he because he's he's established the universe. Yeah, he's oh, established so, okay. so the he, world. So he wanted to make a remake before he made the prequel instead of a pretty much. Yeah. It's kind of let's let's you you already know the world. The world's been introduced to you. Here's let's my bring it to of life. It. Yeah. And then we can then go and find out yeah, why. Cool. Yeah, because I was like, what's happening? Because there's a lot more meat <laughs> onto the bones as to why. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it's, yeah, it was interesting that he's done it, it in that way. Um, yeah. So and it was part of the Sydney Writers' Festival, which which was really interesting, like, you know, literally surrounded by stories yeah. and inspiration. Um, and, and the reason George Miller was available is, um, Tim mentioned lives in Sydney, but... Uh, George Miller filming um, 3,000 Years of Longing. Yes. And uh, Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they wrapped a couple months ago, but I think it was still in post when we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tim's like, Tim is just like, oh, so I saw that, you know, Idris Elba's here and Tilda Swinton and you guys are filming down in Tasmania and, oh, it must be this nice little George Miller art house kind of movie project. And then he's like, and then the, but the budget's eighty million dollars. I'm like, what the hell are you doing down there? You know, like yeah. that's not a small no. <laughs> art house movie by any means. Oh, so God. <laughs> it's I know, In right? In comparison to it's everything hilarious. they usually make, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Wow. You know, the three million indies that we normally see. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I can't wait to find out more about that. But um. Yeah. That's but uh, yeah, it's certainly a hub, Sydney, at the moment for lots of talent. Oh yeah. 100%. And and the Gold Coast and Queensland for lot, there's so many projects happening. There is, yeah. It's really I, cool. I, I actually I recently auditioned for a professional musical theatre. Oh yeah. Show it's called Jagged Little Pill. I'd right. never heard of it until now, but apparently it's it. Um, it was Has it been on in Broadway? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently it's been on Broadway. Won some Tonys or Grammys. I mean, I forget okay. which one. But uh, yeah, audition for that. Sent through an audition. Haven't heard back yet. Um, okay. But that's exciting. And I have an audition on Thursday for a play at ATYP. Yep. Called Follow Me Home. And talk to people about what ATYP is because even ATYP, I have to ask, everyone. I'm is, too old to know. <laughs> is Australia theater, Australian theatre for young people. Mm, people um, younger than me. People, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought even younger than me, but then I found out I could audition <laughs> hey. for this thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Get so, in there quick. <laughs> so it's right near the Rosalind Packer Theatre, which is which is near these the piers mm-hmm. here in Sydney. And another great opportunity for actors. Yeah, so and and it happens to be paid. Which is a bonus. Even better. Which is awesome, yeah. Because remember I went for that audition at the new theatre? Didn't get it. But anyway, uh, mm. they even were up front going, well, it's voluntary. Yeah. It's going to be voluntary. Yeah. They, well, when you say independent theatre, I mean, they they operate very independent because they don't have any grants. They're not government funded in any mm. way, shape or form. And they take sort of pride in that and sort of yeah. say, this is our, you know, no interference. No one, we don't owe anyone money. We don't have to say or not say certain things. We can just be truly independent. But I mean, oh, yeah. and the, mind you, they've been going for like 30 Years, yeah, right, yeah, 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 not bad. New theaters, yeah. Uh, so it's just great to see a lot of theater around. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you consider the state of the world, yeah, uh, we're quite lucky. Um, but uh, yes. and and it's great to see so many people out and about enjoying the theater even more. More to the point, I had a friend um, talk about how they went to see another show at Bakehouse 
I know I went to see Dead Skin. That was like sold out nearly every night. Um, Yellow Fever, I think it was, was the next one. Mm -hmm. And that's the one he went to see and said it was a fantastic performance. Again, a sold out crowd. Like, it's just great to see everyone out and about supporting the arts. Everyone wants to come. come You you spent so many weeks, you know, locked down, savoring the arts, keeping you going. You might as well go and show your support. Well, actually, we went to see a a musical at the Rosalind Packer Theatre the other day. Did you? Um, Yes. Huge theatre. (laughs) <laughs> it obviously left an impression. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you know any of the songs in it? Were you actually there? So yeah, it's uh, so I went to see a musical at Rosalind Packer Theatre the other yep. week called Fun Home. Um, right. Also, never heard of it until a friend of Jess and mine asked us to come along. Okay. Um, but it, it it was really cool music and it won won Grammys for the music. Um, and the on, on the topic that we were talking about, so yeah. we got. $25 tickets. Okay. Right? But they're usually 89 What? So, it was $25 for under-25-year-olds. Were you standing up in the back? No, good seats. <laughs> good seats. Cause, so, what they were doing That's was... Good. there were There was $25 tickets for under-25-year-olds yeah. and $30 tickets for under-30-year-olds. That's great. So, they're incentivizing more so young people to get out and 100%. Out. And the perks are, for all the young people yeah. who already love theatre, yeah, yeah. you get some... Good discounts on the tickets. That's actually yeah. a pretty good idea. It was great. Um, and I think was it was it full house? Was it busy? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty full. Okay. Um, the night we went, the funny thing was, is like, yes, it, I think it's good to get young people more into theatre. But there were these two guys that happened to sit next to us, mm-hmm. didn't look like theatre people at all. But I don't judge. <laughs> I don't judge. They uh-huh. were sitting there. They were kind of like moving a lot. And then they walked out before it ended. I was like, no. why are you here? Is it because it was cheap tickets? But were you going to buy one anyway? Uh, maybe it was a gift. <laughs> maybe someone... Yeah, no. They, they, no, they look okay. like they just came from a sporting match. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't leave that in. Wait a minute. This is in the footy? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> why are they singing? Oh, God. The <laughs> that's lights, not a tackle. I can't see. The that's, a, are... <laughs> that's dancing. That's not how you tackle. Oh, no. Yeah, that could no be No judging. Anyone can look like anything and enjoy theatre. <laughs> go to the football <laughs> and to the theatre even on the same day. Yeah. Just don't go to one and think it's the other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, more on writing. So I've been yes. doing this writing course because I've been inspired. I've got a couple of stories itching to get out. One, a television series mm. with this whole little world developed and little characters. And another one, a, a film. Yeah. Um, and Chris Corbett's doing this this course through the, through the union via Zoom. Mm. And really interesting, like how to, how to frame a story. How to, well, first of all, there's no right way to do it. Yeah, Otherwise, right. like we'd all be doing it right, you know. Yeah, uh, there's so many different ways to do it, but I guess what he is enjoying sharing and what we're really loving is that here's a whole lot of sort of tips and tricks and things like 18 questions to ask um, of the story mm. um, to really pressure test it. Yeah, okay. To flesh it out a bit. Cool. Um, and it's not, geez, I'm I'm a screenwriter. I sit down, I write, you know, all the all the lingo, interior. Uh, scene night, um, blah blah. You know, because he's picked up a you know an eighty page script. It looks like a screen, a screen print. Uh, it looks like a, a script. It looks like a screenplay. But um, <laughs> when he's read it, it, there's no story. Yeah, the story's <laughs> the most loose thing. Yeah. Sort of things happening, but no real relevance. But that's the hard part. Everyone can come up with an ama- I mean, not everyone, ideas but you can are come great. Up with an amazing but story, but yeah. then producing it in the form of a script is and, probably the And if you part. pressure test with the questions, you're going to get like, you know, one survive out of a hundred. Yeah, right. Um, that's just the na- nature of it. You can't be precious and hang on to something. Yeah. And then it comes to control. There's, there's a couple of shows he named. 
um, Offspring and Wakefield being a couple where the writers really have a fair amount of control. Okay. And I know, you know, with Wakefield, they really have to fight to have that. Yep. So, whereas others, it's like, you know, three weeks before shooting starts, oh, does, does he have to be selling crack? Can he just be, you know, you know, can we just have Walter White? Because um, crack's really, you know, that's really negative. Can we can have him do something positive to try and save his wife? You know, just change the whole tone and everything. You know, it's really hilarious. Well, that was actually, it was originally yeah. written to be, because he talked about that as an example of how, let's break down something that I hope everyone's seen um, so that you can sort of relate to how okay. that you apply these so sort of 18 questions. Bad. So break yeah. down Breaking Bad. Who, where you conveniently dropped that he, he, he'd read a first draft script where it's originally set in California, but obviously Albuquerque came through with, uh, you know, New Mexico producer offsets and everything. So they okay. decided, let's save some money and just set it there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> which, is, which works. Um, and, I mean, it's a different sort of world that's established, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it, it shows it could work anywhere, really. If you've yeah. got really good story, really good characters. Yeah. Um, but it was really interesting, like how you don't always have that control. You're, you're in a room and you've got a couple of days to come up with, you know, a couple episodes hmm. and you're just working around throwing these ideas around. And then they come in and go, actually, you know, we, the people who agreed with you on this story have now suddenly gone, we don't understand this character. Do they need to be in it? Yeah. Or can you make them change the job to such and such? You know, all this sort of stuff that happens. Yeah, right. You start to get all these notes. Um, and all the notes are from the people who are paying for the production, so you need to pay attention, and it's how you sort of work that in. So there's so much that can change, and he kind of said, be prepared on this on the list of everyone's perceived importance, the writer's just above catering. It's like that's kind of, you know, in Australia, just, just put my hand up and say, in Australia... On set, that's kind of what it's like, but in the other countries, just above catering. yeah. But in, well, in catering's you know, the top, get back isn't it? in your office and write, what do you don't tell me that. I don't need to know what you think they should say. This is how you know. Go, go, get back, back in your office, write something. Oh, um, whereas in America, <laughs> there's a lot more control. There's a lot okay. more influence. Okay. Um, I just want to say catering's at the top on my list. <laughs> The food is the br- food. bloody brilliant. The food is good. I know, right? I know. When You're above I, director. When I told my mum that I'm going back into acting a few years ago, mm. I said, look, you know, because we did it on the Gold Coast. She's like, oh, that's right. Yeah, you really did love the food. I'm like, yep. Yep. Is she subtly calling that's you fat? why I'm doing it. <laughs> I did. I did. Like, because I didn't know, like, you, you know, all the different jobs I had and certainly coming out of community radio, producing my own show and that. We're lucky to have a dollar between us. Um, so <laughs> then I'm turning up to this one and a half million dollar per episode television series, and that's mid nineties money. And and of course the food's amazing. Oh, it's like yeah. there's hot food. There's cold. This is amazing. I hot went food, back three food. times. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. And every this is every day. Yeah. I thought this was. A special yeah. occasion, it's yeah. someone's birthday or something. That like, was on the same the star. That was for the same as on set of making it <laughs> the recent reality TV show. I did a art assistant oh job on. God. Same thing. The catering's amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, oh, guess what? Brilliant. I got called a what? hero oh. the other day. We talked about the film I Am Mother. Yes. Uh, Ages directed ago. by Grant Spator. Spator. I keep. I Forget think it's it. Grant Spatora. His name's um, Grant. <laughs> and <laughs> filmed in SA. Great movie. Loved it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, yeah. they they'd re- he's uh, 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 there. A place in California. Speaking that, of warming, you know, up, warming up. <laughs> <laughs> two brain cells trying to talk at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, in America, though, this this outfit who do a lot of movie posters yeah. have done this limited edition "I Am Mother" movie poster. There's like sixty five prints signed, oh, wow. and I'm like, oh my god, that looks awesome. What, at a store or and online, online, and I've just gone bang. I bought it, and I've written ordered. Uh, bought it and I'm like this is brilliant yeah and the director Grant's con um, what do you got you're, uh, you're a hero hero of the day I've, oh fuck that's brilliant I'll he take said that. it to you yeah I'll take that on I'll what? take that email uh, my Instagram because I put underneath I've just bought it love it on the director and he's responded going you're the hero of the day that's brilliant what like, mean? first of all I thought, well, because I bought it. It's great. <laughs> There's only 65. I, I'm like, fuck, they're going to sell out quick. So I'm straight onto it, bought it. I'm like, yes, brilliant. I got it. I think it worked out to like 94 Australian dollars, including postage. Um, but uh, I, it's, it's, I love the movie. So for me now, sitting down and spending some time writing and that, like I, it's great to have that for some inspo, you know, some real inspiration yeah, around. Cool. I've got Good the Breaking idea. Bad poster. I've got 65 in the, world. the Big Lebowski and I've got... Um, what else have I got up there? You I saw that. There. I saw the Breaking Bad. I saw Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski. And there was another one and, on the left and I didn't oh, read it. A James Bond one. There we go. Uh, as well. So, yeah. So, I Mother will be added to the collection. Oh, yeah, I got so excited. Out of 65. I'm like, yeah, ordered. Great. And he's responded, replied underneath and said, uh, you're the hero of the day. I've got... Oh, that's brilliant. I'll you take that. From the director, well, it's a good yeah. day. It was a good day. Even though I was a hero of that day. Him, that tag day. Him in it or something? No, I didn't. I just got super excited because... It was. How did you um, see your Instagram? It was. Well, I don't fucking know. Do I? I follow him. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I've commented on his post before. Maybe that's how. I don't know how the algorithms work. Yeah. Wow. Also, you know how you you're following lots of Facebook groups and you're on e- on email lists for all these sort of random things as mm. an up and coming actor, right? Because you got to you're out there. You got to put yourself out. You're there. out there. Get out. There. Um, I I entered a competition. I've even forgotten I entered it. With Roadshow for something. Mm. I won. I've got a Penguin Bloom DVD of the movie with... What what movie? Penguin Bloom, oh, the movie, right, with um, the Australian <laughs> actor. What's in... Oh, my God. Naomi... What? Yes. And a book and some postcards, some lovely printed postcards, cool. a little tote bag, my little Penguin Bloom. Wow. Oh, this is a nice little surprise. Oh, package of Roadshow. Have you ever seen Ripped the it film? open. No, I haven't actually. So, which is great, and I also want to read the book. Okay. Um, because a friend of mine, okay, a bit heavy, but hey, she when she was on holiday in uh, Spain, yeah, she got hit by a police car. Oh my god! Who, which traveling at great speed, lights on, no siren. She woke up a long time later and oh, uh, had brain injury. Had to learn how to walk, talk, the whole thing. So similar to um, similar to um, the, the 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 person who wrote the story, Penguin Bloom. Similar to her okay. experience oh, it's based, of having is it to based on her? learn, yeah, to to, to learn um, how to cope with um, a huge injury, a life changing injury. Yeah, right. So, and she'd actually met her, and 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 they, they get on quite well. They catch up quite quite often. So. Oh, wow. Um, I, I, and I, from that conversation, she's like, you really need to, Max, you really need to read the book. It's really good. So I'm like, okay. brilliant. Yeah. And what do you know? 
two weeks later, you won. The- <laughs> I got Road the penguin bloom. Yeah. So p- sign up to their email uh, nice. subscriber list. You never know what you might get. I'll do it. Oh, that, we covered a fair bit today yeah. in thirty minutes. Good time. I think we should be proud of that. Very proud. <laughs> Don't I'm forget proud. to like, subscribe, follow us on social media. Do the whole thing. And we're on a YouTube channel. Yep. We'll have lo- there's lots more coming up. It's getting busier. So Get keen. Stay tuned for uh, another episode next week. Of Two Unemployed Actors. <laughs> Bye. Two Unemployed Actors. You're listening to Max. And Sam. What we- <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Let's go again. How many times have we done this? Uh, 72 too times. Too many. <laughs> Welcome back to, to two hundred. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna <laughs> bum in there, but you stopped. <laughs>